culture, society. On every street and around every bend lies a world positively overflowing with both. But sometimes we can all use a night in, removed from the endless spiral of chaos and absolute nonsense that waits outside our doors. And for those nights, there's Drizzly, the number one app for alcohol delivery. With Drizzly, you can shop local stores and compare prices on the biggest selection of beer, wine, and spirits, then get your favorite drinks delivered to your door in under 60 minutes. All from the comfort of your couch. Because society is great, but it doesn't have your couch. And it's windy out. And you forgot your jacket. And oh my God, would you look at the line at that place? Are you serious? I... (sighs) So download the Drizzly app or go to drizzly.com. That's D-R-I-Z-L-Y dot com today. You're listening to Hashtag No Filter with Zach Peter. That's me, your naturally platinum blonde pop culture connoisseur. I'm the reality TV junkie, self-improvement addict, and host with only the hottest tea spilled fresh weekly. For more hot takes, go and give me a follow at Just Plain Zach. I always keep it funny and I always keep it cute. Last night, I may or may not have been posting some like thirsty bathroom reading pics with a book from today's guest that was perfect for like bath time. I mean, it it made me feel sexy because the book was sexy sexy and the guest was sexy and I'm excited to chat with her. If you're like me and you want to stay up to date with the latest reality tea, go and give us a follow at No Filter with Zach or join our private Facebook group. The link is in the description below. I'm really excited because today's guest is a mama. She's a podcast host. She's a soon-to-be bride and the author of Give Them Lala. Here to give me all the Lala, please welcome from Bravo's Vanderpump Rules, Lala Kent. Hello, my love. Are you soon to be Lala Kent Emmett or are you staying Lala Kent? Yeah, for now, we're keeping it as Lala Kent. You know, I feel like if if something's not broken, let's not fix it. <laughs> are you a believer in like the traditional take a man's last name or is that something because you Absolute. were you're yes. burning, burning, Birmingham, right? Birmingham. Yes. That's my, my government name. And I took my dad's first name as my last name because no one could say my name correctly. So yes, I, I'm, I've only seen successful marriages in my, you know, with my friend's parents, with my own parents, with my brother's marriage. So for me, it's like, give me all of the things that, you know, marriage encompasses. So are you staying burning him or are you taking his legal last name? I would take his last name. When we, when we get married, I will take on the last name and he will officially turn me into a housewife. (laughs) I love it. When do you guys plan on getting married? Is that in the works or is everything still kind of up in the air? We know that we're shooting for 2022, but you know, with this pandemic, everything is so up in the air and we, we tried to, reschedule our wedding three different times and it's just not working out. And I don't want to plan, you know, the best day of my life besides giving birth to my daughter around a a pandemic. That just doesn't sound like something I want to do. And I feel like we're already married. You know, we live together. We have a child together. What's the rush? (laughs) 
So you did just have a baby, Ocean. How is mom life going? Oh my gosh. I feel like we're killing it. You know, yeah. like we're learning. She's new to the world. I'm new to mom life. So we're just like teammates in this new venture. I'm I'm so happy. Is this it, is like, I could do this forever. Is it easier because you had his stepkid or your stepkids that were his kids? So he's gone through the parenting process and you kind of had some maternal instinct before Ocean was born? You know, for, for me, and I don't know how it is with other people who are step parents, but, you know, yes, they're my stepkids, but there's nothing that compares to having your own. You know, there's, there's boundaries when you have stepkids. There's only so much that you can do as far as, I guess, parenting them, you know, you walk a fine line. And now that I have my own, it's a, it's a completely different experience for me. Yeah. So what was the inspiration behind Ocean? Obviously, we know Kent comes from your father, but where did Ocean come from? Oh, my gosh. I, I want to tell you, Zach, that it's some like profound, beautiful thing that happened. And in my eyes, it is. I was we were in the Bahamas and this was before ocean was even a thought, you know, like we were not pregnant. We were, it was just talk that in the future we would have babies, but I was walking uh, past a yacht that was named the ocean Alexander. And I was like, Oh my God, the name ocean is fantastic. And I'm obsessed with the ocean. Like I don't get in it because it's like, I don't mess with it like that. It seems a little too powerful for Same. me to, I just admire it. And I'm the crazy person on the beach. That's like, save our orcas. Don't touch our dolphins. <laughs> so it just, even though it was, it was brought to me on a yacht. I was obsessed because it was also very fitting. See, I didn't realize I shared that exact same like dis or not distaste, but like that that weird feeling about the ocean until I went to Mexico one time and they we went swimming with the whale sharks and there were like these giant otter thingies around us. And like I just remember it was the first time I was in open ocean water like that. Yeah. And I like freaked the fuck out. I was like, no. Yeah. And then I was like, okay, I'm ready to get back on the boat. And then the the guide was like, stop moving your arms to much they're gonna bite your hands off and I was like get me the fuck out of this ocean right now I'm done see babe that's exactly I'm like it's beautiful it's something I can't explain like that is a powerful thing out there I'm not getting into it Mm -hmm. like because of things like that something that could eat me in a body of water I'm not fucking that I can't see or run from no thank you no thank you So one thing that I really loved in reading your new book, Give Them Lala, which I love. You're giving me all the Lala in it, and you look amazing on this cover. Um, But one thing I really loved and appreciated was you opening up and talking about the grieving process, filming Vanderpump Rules, and losing your dad, which... I remember watching that season and not fully understanding what you were going through. And I know you got a lot of backlash because you were very like aggressive towards like Billy and Raquel. I just a couple months ago lost my grandmother. That's basically like my parent. I lived with her until I was 25, talked to her every day, spent every weekend with her. So now that I've gone through this process, I understand it so much differently and I empathize with you so much more. And I just, one, want to thank you for being so human in taping that season because I think it's really hard for people to grieve and then have to film a reality show while also battling sobriety. One, how are you doing in your grieving process now? And two, what did you find helpful at that time? I'm so sorry about your grandmother, first and foremost. My heart goes out to you and I'm sending you so much love. Um. I think 
where I am with my grieving process, I'm in a beautiful place. I, you know, it's been three years um, since he passed away and I don't feel like it's gotten easier. I feel like I've just learned to cope with it better each day. And especially since ocean came into the world, it's like, I have those feelings of my dad not being here to watch me be a mom. And because I'm sober, I'm able to process all of those emotions where normally I would say, fuck this, I'm going to go have a drink and we'll numb ourselves ourselves until, you know, we, until the feeling passes, which it doesn't. We all know when you decide to mask with alcohol. Yeah. Um, what was the second question? Um, what was helpful for you at helpful. that time? Um, gosh, I, I don't even know that it was helpful. I think just allowing myself to feel all of the emotions. Yeah. And it's hard when people say, do you regret the way you treated Raquel and Billy? Because it could have been anybody in front of me. Yeah. It had nothing it to do personal. with them. It was not personal. And I, I feel terrible for how I made them feel. But at the same time, it was like, I, it was like, I can't worry about who's the target of my rage right now. Like I'm just trying to keep my head above water and I just can't apologize for the way I was grieving. It was like, I was doing whatever I needed to do to just maintain breathing. If that makes any sense. You know, it was like, my mind was just somewhere where I was not in a great place. And me just putting my feet on the floor every day was a win. So I would say the most helpful thing was allowing myself to feel. And listen, I get it so much differently now when you hear Raquel even bring up your father since he had just passed and you were still in that grieving process that like somebody bringing up your father in a way that maybe just wasn't like glorifying who he was as a person, just bringing that up. I can see how that would be like a really powerful trigger for you. Totally. And you know, if if you watch that back, if I were to take myself out of it and hear what she said, let's just say about someone else's dad, I would have been like, that was not a big deal. But because it was my dad, you know, a personal thing, it was like, unless you're saying that he was absolutely perfect and I deserve to react however I want, like I see red. But it's so crazy to look back on that because I also feel like, Yes, I was very upset about my dad passing, but I was also masking it with alcohol, which was just fuel to the fire. Yeah. I think the one thing that I heard you say in an interview at the time and even read in the book is that the hardest part for you was just coming to terms with the fact that your dad was just now a memory and that you didn't have anything with him moving forward. And I just related to that so much. And I think, you know, in addition to your grieving process, you really open up about your sobriety. And I think, you know, people expect reality stars to talk about their dating life and their sex life and their books, which you do talk about, but you also get very honest and vulnerable. Was there anything that you were afraid of sharing? Yeah, I think obviously with my sobriety, there were so many people when I came out as an alcoholic that were like, I didn't even know that you had a drinking problem. And it's like, well, that's terrifying because I don't remember half of the interactions that I've had with you. So, (laughs) you know, it's like the fact that I could like maintain such a calm and like I'm cool facade while I was shit faced. That's like a professional alcoholic. Yeah. Um, I think writing about the things that I did while I was drunk that no one knew about throwing things over the balcony, the police coming to my hotel room, 
those were difficult. And then the most difficult I think was me talking about the abortion that I had when I was younger. Was there a fear of being judged for revealing those things? Or were you just like, I've already shared so much of my life on reality TV. Maybe this will humanize me more for people. It was actually more of something. I felt like I was walking around with a scarlet letter and a monkey on my back that I, it writing the book for me was a release. Yeah. It was like, this is what's happened in my life. Defining moments that I have allowed to weigh heavy on my heart and soul. And now they're just going to be things that have shaped who I am. And they're not going to define me in my everyday life. So as much as I want to say, and, and it will be entertaining for people. I hope, I hope yeah. people love it. I hope that, that people walk away and gather something from the book. For me, it was definitely just a purge where I felt once I put it all out there, I can now walk into this world without explaining every detail of why I am the way I am, or this is why I reacted that way on TV. It's like, I'm done being the person that has to explain every single emotion. I feel like I'm the one that walks around and is having to apologize for every single thing. And I'm ready for people to get the fuck over everything. And you start apologizing to me. (laughs) How does Randall feel about the book? Because you talk about like, you know, your former hookups, your former relationships, guys that you've dated. Has he read the book? And how does he feel? No. <laughs> Is he going to read the book? Oh, he's going to read the book. He <laughs> loves to, He yes, he'll read the book. Um, I, I prepared him. You know, we all have a past and we all, we've all hooked up with people and we've all either gotten married or, you know, whatever it may be. He's much older than me. So he has a little bit more baggage under his belt, but I've, I've warned him about my baggage that he'll read about. And I hope that he can, I know that he'll be able to look at it as like, this is like a past life because I do get into some details about some things. Yes, you do. I was like, I was like, this is juicy. Um, so you said that in, that there was a season where you were talking about being sober on camera, but you weren't actually sober. You were secretly going to like, um, it's not Tocumdera, Tortilla Republic, and you were sneaking margaritas. So have we ever gotten a sober Lala on the show or was it all secretly drinking behind the scenes to keep you going? No, you've never seen sober, except for season eight. I was completely sober. No, I've, I've never dabbled in drugs. I was drinking was my thing. And it's so funny because I always used to say like, I don't try drugs because I have an addictive personality. And so I think I'd become addicted very quickly as I'm sloshed out of my mind on alcohol. Um, I liked my weed, but this is the first season where you will see me with no alcohol, no weed. Okay. And this upcoming season is what you're referring to. Or this, I'm sorry. The most the, recent season. Season eight. Season eight. Season eight that we just did. Yeah. Which was a great Sober. season. It, I mean, I still acted crazy. So we <laughs> now know that the crazy is just in my DNA, you know? Yeah. Have you apologized to Billy Lee or Raquel since your blow up? Yes. In, yes. In my program, you know, we have to kind of face our demons and our part in pretty much everything that's happened in our lives that we feel we were a victim. Um, yeah. So I've, I've reached out the Raquel thing. I tell her all the time, how sorry I am. And now I really need to release that. It's like, we've moved on because, yeah. you know, I beat myself up over things. 
I'm like, you don't even need to beat me up because I will beat myself up better than anybody else can. Yeah. And with Billy, I definitely reached out and told her how sorry I was for, for acting that way towards her because it, it was definitely uncalled for. And it's very important for them to know it had nothing to do with you and everything to do with what I was going through. And you just happened to be there as a target. And I'm really sorry about that. Do you feel like motherhood has softened you at all or made you a little tougher? Oh, I'm, I'm very, you know, it's funny that you asked that actually, because now I feel like it's, it's softened me, but now I feel like I'm kind of a mama bear where, you know, certain things that never set me off before will set me off. And then things that, that I never, that I cared about before will not set me off. If that makes sense. Like it's just a new set of triggers. (laughs) Have you leaned on any of the other Vanderpump moms? Because you guys all got pregnant at the same time. Brittany just had her baby. Have you, who on the the Vanderpump moms crew are you the closest to? And do you ask for the most mommy advice? Uh, I have such a special relationship with with all of them. As a group, we're all amazing. And then I think all of us have very different relationships with each other, you know, one-on-one. I, I wouldn't say that I'm necessarily closer to any of them than some of the other girls, but I reach out to them for different things. You know, like Brittany is always the one where when I need to be extremely sensitive, yeah. that's who I call. And when I need to buck up and feel okay about things, I call Stassi. She's always the one that's like just much more. She's, she's definitely sensitive, but she's more level headed and, tells me to buck the fuck up yeah. rather than sit here and sob my ass off. <laughs> How are you and Sheena? Have you guys been able to work through your issues? I know last year was a bit of a rocky year for you guys. Yeah. Um, you know, she's also expecting, and I just as a mom and a mom to be, I will always have respect for her. And we, we reach out to each other about, babies and how we're doing but I think we have some things that need to be discussed and I'm sure her feelings are hurt I'm my feelings are hurt about some things that have happened and in due time I'm sure we'll be able to duke that out today's not that day so you are returning to Vanderbump rules right I know that's kind of like a big question and who's coming back and who's going to be on the show. What can we expect from the next season? Obviously Lala's a mom now she's sober. Can we, what can we expect from the new season? You know, we have almost two years of craziness that's gone down that none of us have really hashed out because we've just kept a safe distance because of COVID. That's the only silver lining of COVID is that it's like, I have a reason not to be around you. Um, So I think you can expect a lot of feelings to come out and a lot of blow ups because that's a long time to harbor animosity for somebody. It is. So are you looking forward to, or are you kind of dreading having to see some of the castmates that you've had tension with over these past couple years? Like Sheena. Yeah. See, this is where I'm still Lala. I I don't dread it at all. I'm like, honey, let's fucking duke it out. I I don't know what it is. I've lived for that shit. What about Ariana? How are you guys doing? Because I know she was very team Sheena between, you know, the the tiff that you guys had. 
Oh yeah. She, she loves a good underdog. She loves anyone who's drowning, which is great when you're the one drowning because she's definitely going to throw you the life vest. Um, you know, with, with Ariana, it, it is what it is. It's like, you know what? Let's not pretend you don't give a fuck about me. I don't care about you. Whatever. You know, unfollowed her on the gram. Which you know for us, it's like pretty. That's, that solidifies that's a lot, right? It's, it's like. Cut. So how are yeah, you then going to film? So how are you going to film a season with them if you guys aren't even close and you lost, you know, a big chunk of your friend group? Your guess is as good as mine. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see on the new season teaser. Teaser. We'll see. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Jess wants to know how things are with James and how he's been surviving during quarantine. Have you guys kept in touch? He came to Randall's birthday a couple weeks ago and he seems to, he looks great. He seems to be in amazing spirits. Um, I think that COVID has obviously affected all of us because we're not used to being stuck. I mean, you know, the same for the entire world. So it was funny to see us all out because we've kind of lost our social skills a little bit, but he seems great. Like in in good spirits. That's good. It's funny. Yeah, it's, we're, you see him go through such highs and lows on the show that like you've seen him at his worst. You've seen him at his best that I think a lot of fans really have fallen in love with his progression. Oh, my gosh. I think when you see someone like James, he he and I were like the ultimate fighters kind yeah. of you know it was like give us a little alcohol and we were killing the game so when you see someone like james spiral like that and then they come out on top like you root for that person yeah. and that's really exciting for me to see because we were floundering together so when i see him out and he's sober and he's ordering you know a sprite <laughs> and he's still fun as shit yeah i'm happy have Bo or Jax reached out to Randall about like advice since they're first time dads and he's been around the block? You know, it's so funny you ask that because I would ask Randall things about, you know, the newborn and he was, he was more worthless than, <laughs> than, you know, I think Bo and Jax knew more about becoming parents than Randall. Randall is a great dad, but Randall also forgets things quickly. You know, it's like, pick up your socks. And then he's like, I'll do it. And then they never get picked up. I'm like, I need you to go back. Because if you think about it, his kids are seven and 11. So to go back to newborn, I think for, for any man would be like, oh gosh, let me rack my brain on how to do this. Yeah. 100%. Um, We did see Randall post a video on Instagram about your new place in Miami. And some people were wondering if you guys are relocating to Miami and if that would open the door for you to join the Real Housewives of Miami show. Oh, my gosh. I would need to, like, ovary up to join Real Housewives of Miami. Like, some of these shows that I watch, I'm like, those are tough bitches. And I don't know that I could hang. So... Randall was born and raised in Miami. I think it's just for him a fun place to have where he can go and get away. But I did tell him, if you're getting a place in Miami, then I need you to okay a place for me in Park City, Utah, because that's the trade-off. 
I always said that I thought of the Vanderpump cast, you and Stassi had the most housewives potential. Would you ever join a Real Housewives, possibly even Beverly Hills, especially now that Lisa's not on the show anymore? I know. That makes me so sad. I feel like I would have been more excited if she was on the show still to join. Oh, I would never reject an offer for Real Housewives of BH. I mean, would you? No, I wouldn't. Give me a diamond. (laughs) I'll take it. Um, Yeah, no, I'd be into that. Friedman Reed asks uh, or writes in, Hi, Lala. I'm so happy for you and Randall. From your experience with reality television, would you encourage or discourage your daughter from doing reality TV? I feel like I would want to be kind of how my mom was. And it was just kind of like very supportive. And not a yes, she gave me advice when I asked for it, which was often, but I don't think I would ever discourage her from doing anything. Because really anything. We (laughs) do see a lot of like actors that say they would never want their kids going into the entertainment business because it's just so you know, it's shady or it's like hard to navigate. And there's just a lot of pressure that's put on you. And I feel like reality TV is really similar. Yeah, I think definitely it's similar. I don't think I would discourage Ocean from doing anything, but I definitely feel like I would give her a heads up on what that life entails. Yeah. And then send her off into the world. I mean, at the end of the day, you got to go and figure it out for yourself. I mean, I yeah. can only do so much as her mom before she's got to, you know, figure it out. Do you see yourself being like a Chris Jenner coaching her through that world? Oh, God, I wish. Chris Jenner's like a machine. I don't know that I have it in me. <laughs> I feel like I'd be a little tired. Uh, Josh, Josh, Josh Wolf uh, asks if you have met any Bravo celebrities that were rude in real life or super nice in real life that you didn't expect. I have not had one bad experience with a Bravo celebrity, you know, because we were all together in New York for BravoCon Bravo a couple Con, yeah. years ago. And it was everyone was so cool. It was so much fun. And no, I've never met a Bravo celebrity I didn't like. I will say, though, I do have my favorites. I love me some Melissa Gorga, Margaret Josephs. Love me the pretty mess. You know, there's like certain Dorinda, Sonia, like there are certain ones that I see and I'm like, Hey girl. Hey, you know? Yes. Well, I think all of the ones that you mentioned really like exude this confidence that I think is inspired. Yeah. A lot of people asked if you'd ever do a Vanderpump moms spinoff. I think that would be the best kind of spinoff, you know, because we're all so batshit crazy and now we're moms and we have the hormones. It's like, Oh my gosh, tell me something that would be more entertaining than that. (laughs) I hear that. Um, in the book, you talk about this channeling your inner Lala Kent, which you compare to like Beyonce and her Sasha Fierce is kind of this alter ego. Do you have any tips for us to channel our own inner Lala? Yes. And I, as much as I want to say it was a comparison, I feel like that was Beyonce was the only other person in my mind that has done that, but let's make it very clear. I in no way think I am anywhere near Beyonce because I'm sure people will be like, who the hell does this bitch think she is? Um, but I think it's important for people to have like, uh, someone else that they kind of step into when they go into situations where they feel if they're vulnerable, they may run away with their tail between their legs or feel affected. So channeling your inner Lala would just be come up with someone who 
is basically like your Teflon suit. You know, if you're going into a job interview, make sure because things like that are intimidating. So whether you're on TV or not, we're all affected by by things in our real life. No, I agree. I mean, like when I have to do a live event or I have to be on stage, like crowds intimidate me so much that like inside I'm little Zachary, but on the outside, I'm like, Mm -hmm. okay, you need to channel, you know, this Zach Peter image that you have that is very sassy and that has more confidence to just go up on stage and like own it. Right. And I feel that when you do that, then it it still leaves room for you to be vulnerable with the people who deserve that. You know, the people who deserve Zachary, like you're, you know, your close friends and your family. So I love that. See, you're already doing it. You're already giving them Zach. (laughs) (laughs) Which of your fellow castmate books is your favorite? Next Level Basic by Stassi, He's Making You Crazy by Kristen, or Fancy AF Cocktails by Tom and Ariana? Have you yes, read them? So bad. I know I'm bad. I'm channeling Zach Peter Lala. Yes. No, I've, I've read them. I would say the next, I love the way that um, the cocktail book was shot. I don't drink anymore. So I, I've never tried any of the cocktails. I guess I could make mocktails, but I loved next level basic. And I, I felt like they were so different. Like it had, one was a Stassi vibe and one was a Kristen Jody vibe. So I'm going to go with it depending on my mood. That's how I would choose. Mm, that's a bit of a cop out, but I'll, I'll allow it. Um, okay. Please do. I already, I already <laughs> went crazy on Ariana. <laughs> I've already gotten myself into enough trouble for the day. <laughs> I actually really liked both Stassi and Kristen's books. Cause they like shared tips. They shared their, their experiences with dating right. and life. Um, whereas I think the category of fancy AF is just, it's a different category of book because it's more recipe oriented. Um, how are you and Lisa Vanderpump doing? I just adore her. You know, she's been very sweet. She's called to check up on myself and ocean and Rand. And she's just, she has a really sweet kind heart when it comes to being like a real person, you know, a lot of people, when they have the level of success and business that she has under her belt, it's like they're kind they kind of become robots. And she, you know, puts all of her love and effort into her dogs. And she's just she's like a mama figure to me out in l a no, I think I think a lot of people give her unwarranted crap, probably from what they saw in Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, which when you have so many cast members, as you know, it's hard to get a full picture of who you are. Um, but no, I think. I've I've been enjoying Overserved. I think it's been a fun a fun show to watch. Is like you know late night having a drink or just like chilling at home and and watching them get overserved. How oh I guess you weren't overserved, but how unfiltered were you expecting to get that week? Oh, I'm always unfiltered. It gets me into trouble, and I always act like I'm overserved even when I'm not. So it was a great combination. And you know, when you, when I'm with Lisa, because I've known her for so long now and off camera and on camera, I forget when we're being filmed. So I was, I was ready to mention it all. <laughs> you know, I felt right at home. I love it. 
I love it. I love it. I love it. So your new book is called Give Them Lala. It's on sale now. I'm telling you, I learned there's so much tea from the show, like background information or context that we get that we don't get to see on camera that you kind of give us insight into. We talk, you talk about meeting uh, or watching the when Jax met Brittany, how you working for Sir Pryor. So there are so many good tidbits that Vanderpump fans will love and that just Lala fans are going to love. We really get to see like a new human side of you. And I can't wait to see how motherhood changes you in the new season of Vanderpump Lala. Thank you so much for having me, Zach. I had the best time and thank you for supporting the book. Always, 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 always. What's your Instagram handle? So if people aren't following you, which I'm sure they already are, where can they follow you and where they, where can they get your, um, your give them Lala lip line? You can find me on the gram at Lala Kent and you can purchase Give Them Lala Beauty at GiveThemLala.com. I love it. Thank you, Lala. And everybody needs to go and get a copy of Give Them Lala. It's on sale now. Go to Amazon, go to Barnes and Noble, go to Target, get your copy and get ready because I'm pretty sure this new season of Vanderpump Rules is going to be it's going to be interesting to see everybody <laughs> back together after you've been apart for so long. Oh, get ready. I Mamahood, I don't think is changing any of us. <laughs> I love it. You guys can give me a follow at Just Plain Zach. Follow the show at No Filter with Zach. And please subscribe to hashtag No Filter with Zach Peter. And leave me a five-star review because I'm a millennial and I love validation. And I just need you to further validate me. And while you're at it, give Lala a review on her book on Amazon. Give them Lala on sale now. All right, guys. I'm going to go collect some more tea over the weekend so that come Monday, I can make sure it's spilled and it's extra juicy. All right, guys, I will talk to you later. Bye.